Hello and welcome to Talk and Trades, the weekly podcast where we talk about comics so you don't have to. I'm Jeremy, I'm a DC fan, and my favorite DC book, or event, is The Dark Knight Returns. And I'm John, I'm a Marvel nut, and my favorite DC book or event is Green Lantern Volume 3, The End. Welcome to Talk and Trades. Dark Knight Returns. Yes, you know. What? I know. It's, I've started, I read it recently, it's, it's okay. Um, if I had to pick, it's basically if I had to pick a DC event, it'd probably be that one. It's not that good. We haven't talked about it this podcast. No, we haven't, we haven't read it. Have, have we? That'd be dumb. What was in it? Is that the one with Batman? No, it was the one with um, Mr. Terrific. Yes. Oh my god, I loved it. <laughs> you said Green Lantern Volume 3, is that the New 52 Volume yes. 3? What yes. happens in the end? Uh, Everything. Is that the one with all the lanterns? Yes. And they fight... The first lantern? Or is that when they fight uh, Black Hand and his uh, anti-lanterns? The end was awesome. It was Jeff John's end mm-hmm. on a, just looked it up, said nine-year run on Green Lantern. And it's... Started with Rebirth and ended with the end. Hey. Look at that. Look at that. Neat. Crazy. Uh, basically, it starts off kind of weird. Uh, it starts off with Jordan and Sinestro... Like not being a focus, and a new character, Simon Baz, yeah, is a focus. I the like ring him. goes to him, and they have to everyone team up to fight Black Hand. Yep. But it's just so well crafted, and things happen. We'll probably cover it at one point or another because it's just so I awesome. Mind. It's good. It's a good book. I mean, we started with it, the volume one on here, and then you were like, "Yeah, I need all of this." Yeah, if you've been following along. Like, I read volume one on here. I liked it, and then I read like the next four. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then I'd just been busy. Otherwise, I like, would have I would have been caught like up by now. Almost caught up. I'm getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> Speaking of getting there, you know where we are right now. No. At this week in geek. This week in geek. This week in geek, as always, some Marvel TV news. What? Because like, why not? There's not enough of it. Nope. Not even kind of. This one's actually fairly brief. Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been renewed for Season 4 already. Again, we record on Thursdays. This is before the air of the mid-season premiere. Of Season 3. Yeah. So this is super, super early. This shows that ABC has a lot of confidence in the show, Mm -hmm. which is great. They're like, hey, we're going to get out of that Inhumans arc. We're going to get out of this together. I don't think they're getting out of it. Is this going to be the Inhuman show? I think so. (laughs) Because that's, like, all that's been happening (laughs) the entire year. Good. You're right? Meanwhile, such nameable characters as on the show, um, Quake, Daisy, the main character, Chloe Bennett, she's an inhuman. Um, Lincoln, her love interest, he's got like electric powers. There's the weird blind guy who can teleport. I am so interested. I can tell. So interested. Uh, Meanwhile, I don't know what's going on with Agent Carter. So there's that. I thought they were uh, in talks for renew. They're in talks, but that's renewing than, that's it... better than no. It's done. true, it's true. And renewing for season two came, like, down to the wire. I'm just going to be a little upset they don't have it, because I watched the finale last night, and, and like, they totally it. set up season three, and, like, I need it, but I might not get it. Maybe they should just do it for you. Like a limited... Or like, do it in, like, comic books. Like Buffy and Angel. I'd be into that. I... I know. I, I this mean, is I this want, 100% of me I thing. I want my friend happy, but like... <laughs> you know what I do care about, though? What's that? That Robin suit in the Batman vs. Superman trailers. Have you seen it? Yes, I, I, I saw a shirt with that exact writing on it as well, what? also. Yeah. 
Where? Uh, Hot Topic. I may have been looking what? for Civil War Pops. Yeah. Oh, Civil War Pops. We have gone off the deep end. I only John bought two, two right now, but I want the whole set. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I, I have the whole Batman vs. Superman set. No, you don't. Plus a variant. You're missing one. <sighs> I'm not buying it. I'll never buy the Superman soldier. That's fine. Alright, I know I have to, because now John's talking to me. <laughs> um, so the, the... Jeff Johns came out and talked about that suit. People are like, what is, what is it entailing? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, obvious answer. It's Batman put it there to fuel him, to give him a reason to keep going. This is an older Batman we're seeing. Not quite Dark Knight Returns, but he's definitely older. So I'm sure some nights he comes home and goes, am I even doing any good? Do I really need to do this anymore? And that suit is used to propel him forward. The big question I have is, Jason Todd, because the Joker looks like it looks like the Joker wrote it on there. Yeah, that's what well, that's the implication, right? And the Joker killed Jason Todd. And... Well, you know he did. You know he died. Jason Todd died, but then Lazarus Pit happened. Right. But he was dead. Now he's less dead. <laughs> Speaking of characters coming back, Captain America. What about him? Uh, he's coming back. Yeah. This is not about Rogers. It's actually about Wilson, kind of. Uh, Joss Whedon is teaming with John Cassidy to do Ca- uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, number seven, which is going to be like a celebration about the legacy of Captain America, what the character means, and really in celebration of 75th, 75th anniversary. All these characters get their 75th anniversary it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. So, okay, Joss Whedon. Yep, so. he wrote um, Astonishing X-Men, and his run was apparently super, super popular. Yeah. And did very well. And the artist, John Cassidy, worked on Captain America previously. He actually drew uh, Fallen Sun, which oh. was all the, like, reactions to Rogers yeah, dying yeah. for death of Captain America. Okay, I know that. And that goes... I'm very excited. It goes on sale on the 30th of March. Will you be buying it? That was yes. a good question. It's on my the book's on my pull list. I'm absolutely buying it. So there you go. Speaking of the end, we got one more point left. Or this week in geek, what we got? Yeah. So the Green Lantern has not been talked about much. They're talking about rebooting the films in 2020, but there was a statement released by DC, and they said that Green Lantern is an incredible character. Well, a few incredible characters, meaning the multiple lanterns, obviously. And they want to do justice. They need to be treated fairly like Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman are being treated right now. They need to. They deserve to be done well. Please be patient. That's what the press release said. So it sounds like they're not going to be any Green Lantern. Maybe there might be a reference, but there's not going to be a Green Lantern in Batman vs Superman, which is good because like that movie's already overloaded with characters. Yeah, we read today that uh, Cyborg and Flash are confirmed. That better be just like a look. There they are. Cool. Thanks. Bye. I think that's or what the end of the movie. Is just the watchtower. <laughs> I think we got it. We got it, guys. If that's it, okay. All Trades fans, I'm calling this right now. The date right now that we're recording is March 3rd. March 3rd, it is 7.34 p.m. If this happens, I, I don't, I, I... High fives all around. High fives all around. The movie ends, okay? Batman vs. Superman ends. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are not friends, right? And they get, they walk into a room, whether it's the watchtower or something, a room, and there's a table. And at that table are the Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, and then seats for Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman. 
You could even have lantern theirs, but not like oh, the lantern, just, just a silhouette, just a, just just like someone sitting in, in the a chair. Watchtower, all their chairs have their symbol. Just have his chair. That's all you gotta do. Done. You don't even have to have a silhouette because if they want to do the two lanterns, you need two chairs, right? Just have a chair with the lantern logo. Done. End of the film. Or that's a post-credit scene. That would be perfect. That's the right way to have all these crazy cameos. Oh, is there God. a is there a linchpin kind of like Marvel's Avengers with uh, Nick Fury? Is there like a central character? Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, the Trinity. They're the central characters. They're the central okay. Characters. It's, it revolves around them. The Watchtower is in space, so like Superman. Superman's kind of the the leader of the Justice League, but Batman runs everything. I mean, he always has. So it could be Batman and Wonder Woman coming in, like, do you know what this is about? No, we never told me. Superman's like, glad you could join us, pans out to the table. That'd be amazing. That would be, because Superman would be the guy to unite everybody. Mm -hmm. That's what Superman's job is. is Batman doesn't trust anybody, Superman's a Boy Scout. That would be amazing. If that, ah! We're calling it! Oh, no! (laughs) Oh, jeez, I would love that. So. I think we we should, uh, should we get into our. Cool off a little bit with the pull list? Here's your pull list. This week in the pull list, we read a book that not many people liked, even fewer people bought, and John was not a fan of. Convergence. Written and drawn by a lot of people. I'm just going to name them off. Jeff King, Scott Lobadal, Dan Jurgens, Carlo Pagulian, Steven Segovia, Andy Kubert, and Ethan Van Skyver. John, let's talk about this book. Let's. Here's the thing, real quick before we get started. We do need to this preface this This is an book. Earth 2 book. If you like Earth 2, you will like this book. If you're a major DC fan, you will like, you will, you can understand this book. Liking is subjective. John is neither of those things. So this book was, this really expanded your horizons. I will say there's a lot of really good Earth 2 stuff that I could recommend you, like sets up the universe. Very good. This is not that book. Let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Okay. The trade includes a zero issue, which... I can sum up in one sentence. Sum it up in one sentence. Brainiac collects different Earths. Superman finds out. Period. He also escapes, which is kind of cool to watch. There's two sentences. (laughs) (laughs) We're almost almost that way to a paragraph. (laughs) So yeah. So the zero issue we're going to skip. Basically, we're not going to recommend this book to anybody. You're going to buy this book or you're not going to buy this book. Yeah, you, you know what this is. You knew what this was yeah. going into it. Um, it was a poor, poorly done event. It was Final Crisis again. What I would recommend doing, because um, Jeremy was kind enough to buy me for like 50 cents, <laughs> the, uh, the Detective Comics issue that builds, uh, builds on the Red Sun universe. Yeah. And I had a great time with that single issue. The were awesome. Really fun. Yeah, I had a great time with that. So if there's a particular event or storyline you liked, by all means, pick up that like one issue mm-hmm. that visits that, and you'll, it's really nice to revisit it with some new content. That was really cool. There's one where Nightwing and Oracle are married. There's the Red Sun. There is... There's a lot of them. Where there's one where I saw there was like a Lois and Clark one. Lois and Clark have a baby. That's really good. Um, there's a lot. There is a lot. I bought... All, I bought maybe 50 issues, or 15 issues, not 50, 15 issues of Convergence for about $10. Your local comic book shop very well may have them on some kind of deal. If you go in and say, do you have anything Convergence? They're going to go, yeah, please get it out of here. We'll give it to you for free. 
Here's money, take it. Well, that was easy. They want to get rid of this book because it did not do well. But no, it was jump. it was a huge push and just didn't land. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. Before we get started, I want to compliment our producer Gata. Last few episodes have been great, and you don't get a lot of recognition on the podcast, so thank you for your hard work. Issue one opens with what I am familiar with, the Injustice Universe. At least the Injustice Universe that is in the game. I have not read the comics. I've heard they're incredible. If you like Green Lantern and his arc, you would like the comics. So I probably like the comics. Yes. Which is neat. A lot of people die in that book. A lot of people die. Yeah? They are like, hey, yeah. <laughs> You're not a playable character? Dude, it's <laughs> like unreal. Real. Every non-playable character, like... Like, they get you to love Black Canary. She has a baby. And then he kills her. <laughs> or no, he kills Oliver. And then... He is oh, a playable character. Dude. Dude. It's Right, but he dies in the game. They say he dies. And mm-hmm. that's the other one. But dude, everyone dies. All the Green Lanterns die. All the Green Lanterns die. Even Kilowog? Even Kilowog. Especially Kilowog? Especially Kilowog. <laughs> Yikes. We can read that on the podcast another time, but let's focus on this terrible book. <laughs> so there's a struggle going on, which seems... Superman to, just broke out of jail. Yeah, Superman broke out of the prison, and out of nowhere, this, like, kind of wavy type... Too late you see the light. You brought this upon yourselves. You proved yourselves unworthy. The failed experiment. My master was wrong to bring them here. I must begin again. And a volcano erupts. A whole volcano. An entire one. And it destroys that that Gotham. Meanwhile. In the Hall of Justice. Uh, in On the desert of some unknown planet. Yep. Well, uh, we know what it is. But we know what it is, but at this point know. in the book, you So know. in the Zero issue, it says. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, the, uh, the planet is called Telos. It is run by... Telos. Telos, right. That's how it was pronounced on a video we watched with our... A bit, we're a big fan of the guy. His name's Eris Quinones on Variant on YouTube. Check it out. It's great. He's pronounced it Telos, and Telos is the sentient life form that runs the planet. And the planet's one purpose, we will find out. Dun, dun, dun. And who should... And there's, like, kind of a... I don't know, a portal opening? Yeah, that's a good From the sky? And out from it spills characters that Jeremy recognizes from Earth 2. Yeah. Such as the Batman... Dr. Thomas, Thomas Wayne. Wayne. Oh, not Gray- Flashpoint Thomas Wayne. Earth no, no, no. Yeah. Thomas Wayne. Different Thomas Wayne. Dick Grayson. A world ago, who he is was a writer. not a hero. Nope, he was a writer, a husband, and a father. Jay Garrick the Flash. <laughs> so many Jays. Alan Scott, Green Lantern. Yep. Val Zod, Superman, Last Son of Krypton. Which mm-hmm. is, is that a different Last Son of Krypton from... It's Zod's son. It's, it's General Zod's son. Wow. Dude, right? Yeah, he uh, he's a yeah he's a so he took over for Kal El after he died on Earth too, I believe. Um, I, I need to double check that. But Alan Scott was the first ever Green Lantern. He's the dude with the cape, oh. the purple cape you've seen. Um, in Earth two, he just stays. And Jay Garrick is the first ever Flash with the metal hat, mm-hmm. and he stays Flash in this in Earth two. It's it's neat. Here's the thing, real quick. I want to read more Earth Two, and wh- from what I understand, Earth Two comic books and the New Fifty Two are very good. But it's all self-contained; they explain everything. So I think I'm gonna start reading that because, like, I don't have enough on my reading list. No, you don't have a huge stack of comics you haven't gotten to. Shut up. Or, or digital. 
arcades yeah. that I own. I just bought another trade. What'd you buy? I'm gonna. I bought uh, Batman Volume Seven Endgame. I'm gonna have uh, Capullo and Snyder sign that. Nice. Because that's something I'm never gonna sell. I love them. Mm. Jesse at Modern Age actually recommended I do that instead of an issue. Really? He said, "Do this." Then he can, they can sign the inside cover, and then you have that completely encased in itself forever, and it's something you're never gonna sell. Because if you need to sell it, you need to verify the signatures to get like good money. So like, I'm never gonna sell that. So it's just for me. So he sold it to me at a little bit of a discount. Because he's a good guy. Nice. So, I'm excited. And I love that story. On the other end of the spectrum, I went to GameStop. What'd you buy at GameStop? The variant Oh, cool! Yeah, it's your Spider-Gwen. And the variant cover artist is going to be at C2E2. Are you going to get it signed? I think so. This is really cool. Isn't it? Spider-Gwen's great, though. I mean, we've read her on the podcast. Spider-Gwen is great. You know what's not so great? Convergence. We got. We're having such a hard time staying on this. This book. train is gonna fall off the tracks a lot tonight. Yeah, producer Gaz is mimicking it. I'm sure he'll put a little sound effect in right here. You hear that train fall off the tracks? What's that? Anything else? Do you want to talk about anything else? So these, yeah. So the Earth Two superheroes are on this planet. And it's because Darkseid destroyed their planet. Yes. They have no representation here. Yes. At all. There's also... Do you know about this Red Avatar shenanigans? Nope. Okay. There's another character, Yolanda Montez. I like her name, though. It's cool. She seems to come up out of the terrain. Yeah. And just, just plant one on Dick Grayson. Which, like, he's got a thing for redheads. We know that. Mm-hmm. His wife was Barbara Gordon. Yep. The redhead. Mm-hmm. So she... Yeah, so she's... Yeah, she's a thing. I don't know. And immediately, a kind of, like, shell cluster starts forming around it, and it dampens their powers as well. And this has kind of the honeycomb pattern that is across everything convergence. Mm -hmm. Which is, you realize something's going down. And a new character, a new figure appears out of here. Telos. Telos, the planet that we covered earlier. He is the planet. Mm -hmm. He is the planet. He looks really cool. I like his He has his own book now. Neat. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, we learn that he's actually a cool character. We learn about him. We, I, we I, can... I like his I like his story. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about it right now, but um, he is worth a book, according to DC, at least. I think he's fun. He is cool looking. So his thing is, these people are here without a city. Mm-hmm. And this is all very important. This all hinges on cities. Why are you here without your city? Our city was destroyed. We were the only ones left. As far as I can tell, we may not even have a planet anymore. No city? Unacceptable. His thing at this moment, his motivation, he was put in charge from Brainiac. To the Brainiac. The Brainiac. Our, like, the DC Brainiac. To watch these cities while Brainiac is off doing Brainiac things. This planet, by the way, exists out of time. Out of the multiverse. Yeah, it's, it's a separate extra thing. So, like, if you got a poster on the board of the multiverse, this is a post-it note off to the side. If you read Multiversity... This is not in there. I did not read that. I yeah, I know you love you have the book. I have every like. <laughs> issue. I have the director's cut of issue one. I have the hardcover graphic novel with the special middle of it is all cut out. And it's the, oh, I love it so much. <laughs> it was so fun. It was eight. It was two. It was so there was a. It was book it. Well, here we go. Another tangent. <laughs> every time there's a tangent, Ooh. we need a little ding the counter. <laughs> So, it's bookended with the story, which is the the monitor uh, is realizing that everything's being destroyed, 
by the anti-monitor. And then there's all these, like, little things in the middle of it that are totally, like, non-sequiturs, but they, they weave. And it's just like, here's a world where this happens. Here's a world where this happens. Here's a world with Nazi Superman. That one is... I saw that in... That's so good. Nazi (laughs) Superman is such a crazy story with, like, Nazi Batman. Which, like, vengeance. And then it's bookended with the actual story. It is so fun. I love it. Not gonna read it on here. That is not not a podcast book. That's a Jeremy book. Back Uh, to this book, which is a nobody book. To come back in to this. Telos explains why they're here and potentially why they don't have another planet. I waited until the last moment before Oblivion. Too soon would would court cosmic disaster, just as my master always said. Where is he, this master of yours? We need to talk to him. Away from here, leaving the decisions to me. And so here you are. No city. An error. You brought us here. Why? To continue the work of my master, Brainiac. And a large Brainiac sculpture comes out of the ground. Telos, what's really sweet, is he can, like, control and form the planet because he is the planet. Yep. It's awesome. Yep. According to his purpose, his design, the ultimate god machine, he who will judge. Superman. You have no power over us, creature! On the contrary, without me, this place... You would be dead, which is very true. Yes, because he is. <laughs> well, Dark Side, like they would have died, um, died as well. Also, by the way, Dark Side saving both Earths, jerk, <laughs> jerk in both Earths. There's like one reality where he's like a super nice guy, and it just never gets a book. Maybe why could I have been Light and, Side? Him and the Thanos from the end of Infinity Gauntlet hang out. <laughs> Oh, just be, there, there. Just a dude with a purple dude with a robe. More tea? <laughs> yes, Mrs. One lump, please. <laughs> oh, no. Tell you what, though? I'd watch that movie. I absolutely would watch that movie. <laughs> Done by Wes Anderson, it'd be fantastic. Oh, now you ruined it. Ruined or made better? Ruined. Made better. Wes Anderson sucks. Agreed, made better. It's yeah. He explains. He just explains that like every world needs to be collected as part of the great design. But separate from like the collector, this is for a, a an actual like one purpose, and then it'll be done. Mm-hmm. The collector collects things because he's the collector, or somebody else. Like there's ah, uh, what's another one? The watcher always is watching. Mm-hmm. This is happening for one reason, and then like it's good. Then it'll be done. Then yeah. it's over. So this isn't something that's been going on for a millennia or anything like that. It's now and then it's over. Yeah, but it kind of has been going on for millennia because it's out of time. So, well, I guess what I mean is it's not like this hasn't been happening. This isn't like the 50th time it's happened and then like, they have to stop yeah, it. Right. This is a one and done. Right. And the reason it's happening is because they're all test subjects. We don't know for what yet. But Telos, whatever you want to call him, is about to speak to the whole planet as one. Two gorgeous splash pages back to back with Telos explaining to everybody in all of the worlds what's happening. Behold! As I reach out to all that inhabit my world and speak to them as one. Oh, I do want to describe the, these splash pages, though. Oh, they're so pretty. Telos has them encased, I guess, in this, like, liquid metal stuff that they can't move, dampens their powers, and out of thin air, there's floating digitized honeycomb patterns that like show John you... Like said earlier. Yeah, that show you different snapshots of these different worlds. Mm-hmm. 
It's really cool. Yeah, the different worlds are always reflected in these honeycomb patterns. But then, he is reflected over every world as he says the following speech. I have brought this convergence upon you. Now is the time. The hour is near. Judgment is here. Only one city shall survive, only the strong. Since your arrival, I have been the air that you breathe, the water you drink. I am the very ground you walk upon. I am your starless sky. I am this world. I am Telos. I have tended to your every need. But now the domes will fall and champions must rise. Never have the powerful among you been more necessary, for you are about to partake in the greatest experiment of all. Your time has ended. Your worlds are dead. But I have the power to grant one city a future. Some of you came to me at a time of infinite crisis. Others were brought here in the moments of their zero hour. Whether it was a flashpoint for a time that never was, or of kingdoms that will never come, everyone here was granted life as a result of my dominion. That changes now. Do you get it? I get it. It's calling out all the events. Kingdom come. Flashpoint. Uh, Azeroth! I was gonna say Scotty Young. You're wrong! That book, though. The Kingdom Come Scotty Young version? <laughs> oh my god. Have you read I Hate Fairyland? I read issue one. I didn't like it. I, didn't like I, it I, I read up to two and I was like, I'm done. I love his work. I love his style. I couldn't do it. Good for him for having his no, own book and doing sure. it his own way. I, just, I bought the first two to support the art, but like, I'm done. I bought the... Issue and the variant. The the naughty word variant. The one we can't exactly describe. Yeah. (laughs) So then, the next page is another gorgeous splash page with all these different universes on it. We've got, like, the Flashpoint universe, there is the Shazam universe, there's the Cartoon universe, there's the Vampire universe. There's, like, a gender-bent universe on the bottom left. Kind Well, I guess not really. It's just, like, Hawkman... There is a gender bent universe. Lady. There's a gender bent universe. Um, there's the girl universe. There's like the cartoon Hanna Barbera universe. Yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah, it's like a real thing. It's really stupid. There's King- <laughs> Kingdom Comes universe, Hush's universe. Um, there's Steel. Hey, and Spawn. Hey, look at that. There's Steel right there. Aww. Look at him. There's this like Watchmen looking one. Yeah, I think that might be the Watchmen. There's a lot of universes. Point is, there's a lot of universes. Probably 52. And then there's Nazi Superman. And Red Sun Superman. And Ultraman. And Kingdom Come Superman. And Christopher Reeve Superman. And Old Superman. Would have been, like, so sick would be if they kind of mimicked the art style for each of these. I think that would have been far too much work. Because that Kingdom Come was all drawn by Alex Ross. Oh. So if they like kind of mimicked that for this one that instead of just doing the sick. suits. But that's a million steps. Yeah, that's a lot, that's a lot of work. You know what would have been cool? Hmm. If they just had Henry Cavill like like in a corner. Like the Man of Steel universe. How cool would that have been? They could have I've been into it. it. They could have yeah, they could have done that easily. There's a I bought a variant this week. Mm-hmm. The Green Lantern fifty variant. Batman vs. Superman and Batman is shooting Superman with a gun. Like, oh, it's probably the, it's Krypton, the, the Krypton gun. I don't know. No, it's a gun with bullets. There's an Uzi with bullets coming out of it. Wow. Yeah, so okay. I didn't like that, but like I bought it. <laughs> I bought the Green Lantern, Harley Quinn's little black book. I get to read it. I She's really want to read it. Bottom. It's so cute. God, so many tangents. <laughs> End of issue one. <laughs> 
issue one. <laughs> issue one ends with Telos going, "No, um, it is destiny. It is convergence. Witness, it has begun." I just got that across all the Superman ever that it's... we just described, but didn't preface. Do you want to talk about this cover? Play a little bit. It's Earth Two Batman meeting Earth One Batman and their father and son and our love. Earth One. The Earth One series by DC is fantastic. Superman's like a major jerk. Batman's Batman still. But like, Alfred in Earth One is like the MI6 like, Oi, Bruce! We're gonna lay our farts today! He's awesome. There's a Wonder Woman coming out, which like, she's like way more like tough and like scary. There's the Teen Titans. It's awesome. Earth One is really cool. It's like an Elseworlds tales they do. Cool. But like, it's, this is him right here. That's him. Oh, that's the one. Oh, look at it. This was like the end of the good for me was this issue. The next, issue two. Issue two was like, yeah. And like three was like, oh. Four was like, oh. Five was like, oh. Five was where I had to stop. <laughs> like, I read zero through four in one sitting. Got to five and I'm like, I, I have to put this down. I cannot do any more today. Um, Not a great book. Yeah, no. Issue 2 opens with a bit of Dick Grayson's backstory. They're evacuating the city, mm-hmm. and they... His he, wife is dead. His wife is dead. Barbara's dead. Dead. She was shot in front of them. What she blamed Batman for mm-hmm. in, the, in issue 1. But, like, she's dead. Dead, dead. Dead. D-E-D. And Dick's child, there's not enough room on this... Er, Dick can't get on the shuttle... Because he's too old, and because Barbara's dead and not with him, she would have clearance that he could get on with. Because she's the commissioner. Because she's the com- she's the commissioner. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Earth Two is fun. <laughs> however, she's not here, so the guards like, well, she's not here, so you can't do it. He so, sneaks his son on board by way of a helpful stranger. Yes, a whimsical stranger. And then there's a cataclysmic bashtoom. I like that onomatopoeia. And that's kind of his motivation. His motivation is to find his son. His son is out there somewhere, he believes, and he needs mm-hmm. to go find him. A lot of the story is told by the Greek chorus of Dick Grayson. A lot of it. Yeah. Especially, like, seven? Issue seven? Seven and six, yeah. yeah. When he gets his suit. And it kind of jumps to, like, the fighting underway, which, this is kind of cool. There's a world where they're all... The concept of the story is really cool. The concept is cool. Done. That's, you, that's all the... <laughs> Let's say some positives. The art is great. I, I, I do like the really art. Good. I like how imaginative a lot, a lot of these universes are that yeah. you probably will never see, like this universe. Mm-hmm. Um, the universe where they're all controlled by Brother Eye. Yeah. So here's, here's my question. They're all cyborgs, right? All controlled cyborg by hands? Brother Eye. Brother Eye took them all took all their bodies over. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. What's your question? So what would cyborg be called? John. His name, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, he actually might not be compatible with Brother I. Brother I might have killed him because he could have gotten in through like a firewall. Like if you attach oh, your okay. cybernetics to another cybernetics, the stronger one wins. And Cyborg's like the strongest cybernetics in the DC universe, so he probably would have taken over Brother I. So Brother I probably killed him. Okay, but like maybe it's like Guy. They call him Guy. Hey, you. What do they call him <laughs> Rosef. Rosef. Uh-huh. Cyborg. <laughs> So to end the fighting, the entire team decides to take it upon themselves to destroy Telos. The Earth 2 team. The Earth 2 team, yes. Because the rest of these cities are already fighting each other. Yes. Tournament has begun. Green Lantern 
taps into the planet energy. Yeah. And they defeat Telos in combat. Yeah. However, Green Lantern but they is, like, wiped. Like, he is spent after that exertion of energy. Yeah. Um, what he did sense, though, was that there is something he's afraid of. Mm-hmm. Because he Telos. is the planet. Yeah, that Telos is afraid of. Yeah. Because Telos is the planet, he tapped into the planet energy, therefore he could tap into Telos. Yep. Which was kind of a cool thing. Yeah, the green is what he yeah. called it. Which, the green in the DCU that I know is Swamp Thing. Hmm. He can go to any uh, uh, lit plant in the body, in uh, the world, including the small fungi in the human anatomy. So he can rip you from the inside out. Yeah. Ew. Swamp Thing is really cool, Ew. actually. He's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Again, touching on the fact that Telos is the planet, Telos isn't dead dead, he just was defeated in combat. He's like, you beat me. But like, hey. Good show. Oh, wait, if you can count all the teams in this episode, we'll send you a prize. Maybe we'll sign, send you a signed picture of us. But like, you paying for shipping. <laughs> Here's your prize, that'll be 450 450 Who are we sending it through? I don't know. I'm covering all our bases. That's cheap. <laughs> so yeah, so Telos is not dead. Just like he got beat. Yeah. So then they see a Gotham in the distance. Yes. So Batman and Dick separate from the rest of the team, but the rest of the team goes to try to find others. Yes. Because like, they're superhumans. They can get there quicker. Batman sees, oh, there's a Gotham. I want to go talk. Yeah, the objective, though, is to get underground. Mm -hmm. And both, actually, both teams want to go underground. Mm -hmm. Because Batman... He goes underground because he knows how to get, because it's Gotham, and he's Batman. He assumes to know how the other Batman would go about things. Which, to me, was a bit of a stretch, because they are different people. But, like, like I said before... He is his father, and he he took over after Bruce died in Earth 2, I believe. And so he says, this is where I would put one. He could have been wrong. We don't know if this was the fifth place they checked. Yeah, it just, I don't know, it came off as a bit of a stretch but like, for me personally. The reason that I don't have an issue with it is because I'm a Batman fanboy. <laughs> and because Batman is really, like, stubborn and set in his ways. And so if two people are Batman... Like, to get to the point of being Batman, to choose a bat as your mantle, you're probably going to be set in your same ways. Like, the, it's there's so many different multiverses that, like, maybe one guy's not called Batman. Maybe maybe there's a Bruce Wayne called the Weasel Kid. You know what I mean? So this one, they're close enough that he even thinks about going to this Gotham that it makes more sense that he would look in this place because they're, they're similar enough. Yes. But to play devil's advocate, like, for example, the Red Sun universe... Batman isn't in Gotham. He's in Russia. Right. So this Gotham man even had a Batman to begin with. It's right. just a little assum- like presumptuous, I guess. Def- it definitely is. And he could have guessed wrong. But, like, Ex Machina says they're going to find it. The unforeseen, the unseen hand tells them they're going to find it. So they do go to the Batcave. Yeah, they find the secret entrance. Thomas finds the entrance to the Batcave. What's, what's cool here is uh, Dick kind of sneaks in and... Thomas decides to go upstairs and talk with the Batman Batman. Mm-hmm. And he sees Alfred, he sees the Batcave, and on the screen he sees Barbara. Which, like... What do you say to your dead wife? What do you say? <laughs> who doesn't what know do you? you? Say? Who doesn't know yeah, you? Yeah, you're, you're a whole different person. <sighs> How do I live without you? 
But like Alfred's like, no, I got you, Dick. Like we're cool. Like you're probably similar to the Dick here. One love, homie. <laughs> and Thomas goes and talks with Bruce, which is very touching and very sweet. This is that. something the issue does, the the book does very well. Mm-hmm. What I also love about it is that it doesn't give you the dialogue. It is up to you. It's like the letter in Flashpoint. It gives you some of the letter, though. Like three lines. <laughs> Enough to give you tears. Yeah, this is giving me tears. There's no words. <laughs> oh, I love it. Meanwhile, with the other people who aren't Batman. There's more fighting. There's just more fighting. <laughs> and they're rounding up more people to try to help. They find an owl mask along their travels. <laughs> oh, I do want to harp on this one thing real fast. They get the Batmobile, and they say, Thomas turns to Bruce and says, You've grown into a hell of a man, Bruce. If your father is anything like I am, he'd be very proud. Take care of yourself, Thomas. He's like... And then Bruce is just standing there by himself without his mask on. What you do see with the fighting, um, they were breaking up a conflict with various heroes and this seer. Clearly, this guy is evil, though. Right? What? Dude, like, he looks like a goth Dr. You're telling Strange. me I can't have, like, animal skulls as knee ca- uh, kneecaps no, what for, I, like, what funsies? I'm, what I'm telling you you can't have is a, is a collar that has just three evil tentacles. <laughs> See, and then be all red and black. When I saw his character, though, I'm like, that looks kind of like Doctor Strange. Yeah. And it really does look kind of like Doctor Strange. That's why I didn't pick up on the evil, like, immediately. But in my head, I'm like, I'm not going to trust... He's got pointy fingers! Right, I didn't trust the character. <laughs> but I didn't, really But evil. he looks so similar to Doctor Strange to me. When I picked up this book, I'm like, dude, that guy's bad. That guy's evil. <laughs> Don't help him. <laughs> Don't help that guy! <laughs> then the next cover, I love this. That's the end of issue two. Issue three opens up, or the cover of issue three is Batman fighting the Earth One Rogues Gallery, which is so. You got Joker, Zaz, some kind of Pigman, Doctor Hurt, um, Professor Pig, who's a real thing. He's great. Uh, the Riddler, and then three people I'm not 100 percent sure on. The King, Royal Pain. We're gonna call him Royal Pain. So then issue three opens up with them helping the bad guy. Because he's like, yay, help me, and I'll, I'll show you the, whatever, whatever you want. I'll show you the, the earth. Yep. That's fine. And then, like, he has this line on page three, and it says, unhand me or feel my wrath. No good guy says that! He says it to bad guys, but, like, a good guy wouldn't say unhand me or feel my wrath. Good guys don't have wrath. No! You know what good guys That's have? That's the thing. A sense of justice and what's right, not wrath. You know what's wrath? This guy. God. Some really great splash pages in this book. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's one, the this one we're looking at right now has the different places fighting, and there's a great picture of the man bat fighting Swamp Thing. Ah, I saw that. So that cool. cool. Uh, you got Kingdom Come Superman fighting Superboy, which, like, the only thing I can think of when I see Superboy is. Don't like, call me Superboy! I'm the Manhattan Kid! I'm God, Metropolis, <laughs> Metropolis, Metropolis kid. kid. Sorry, my apologies. Oh my god, the Manhattan kid would be a totally different thing. <laughs> that would. Oh my goodness. Then uh, Telios, after we say those flashbacks, lands in the city of Candor, which is the bottled city, which is the last city of Krypton, 
Which in Dark Knight 3, which, like, they're the bad guys. They they're are the, the master race? race? Yeah. That's really cool. Dude, Dark Knight 3 is amazing. <laughs> you have to read Dark Knight 2, unfortunately. Oh, no. I don't think it's really, I really don't think it's that bad. People, like, get mad at it because it's but, not. But, like, you do have to read it? Yes. It has, like, essential elements. Okay. Like, whole characters. Which, like, I bought that for producer Gatsa for his birthday, and I think it's okay. It's, like, a 7 out of 10, but it's compared to its predecessor, which is amazing. That's the problem. If you take it by itself, it's not that bad. You can count this as a tangent. <laughs> but he goes in there, and the the problem with Kandor is they they will not fight. They, they are, will not. No, do they're it. all about the right thing, no matter how long it takes. So Telios kills a lot. Of yeah, them. Telios just ends the city more he or less. Decimates it, and then we're back to the clear bad guy. Yeah, Deimos. Have they named him yet? No, they have not. Name's Deimos, which also sounds evil. Dude, everything about this guy is evil. Like that that snarl. The <laughs> like everything. Just everything. That's too much that's too many points. Bad guys don't have points. Good guys don't have that many points. They rendezvous, meet back up with Batman and Dick Grayson. And everyone but Batman and Grayson go underground. They follow him. It was we we didn't establish this earlier. But Batman was taking something called Miracolu, Miracolu, and what that did was it was um, it was keeping him alive essentially. It was letting him be on par with Darkseid um, to fight him, but it's killing him. So by helping him, it's killing him, um, and now he's out of that. That's why he went off on his own. So he didn't he didn't wear the team down. But uh, yeah, so they, the rest of the team is underground in this gorgeous city called Scartaris. With a castle, with a portcullis, and a volcano, if you thought, and pterodactyls. Hey, I don't care. Guess what? Join the club. This is where I had to just stop <laughs> reading. Dude, I don't blame you. <laughs> At least for the night. I, read, I finished the book, but like, well, I yeah, we could not do it. As a DC fanboy, and like, fanboy, like, I argue stuff that doesn't need to be argued, like, for no reason. I'm, I can't argue for this book. I think it's okay. It's okay. It's not a 1 out of 10. It's like a 6 or a 7. There's been worse books. I'd probably go like a 5. Like, it's it's fine. 5 is middle of the spectrum. Average. Okay, been better, so it's average. Been worse. It is average. It's not Final Crisis. But then again, it's not Flashpoint. I would put Flashpoint towards the top of the list in books, like, in books with major events. And then I would put Final Crisis at the bottom. Number zero. God, I hate that book. Ugh! You promise to not subject you to Final Crisis. Ever. You shouldn't read it either, people. Here's what, here, you want to... Batman dies. I just saved you 200 pages. That's it? Dude, it's awful. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Am I digging my heels in a little bit? You bet. (laughs) Meanwhile, (laughs) outside of the the entryway to this Scartaris, bunch of cars pull up. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they saw a Batmobile. Yes. And it is from the cover of the Rogues Gallery. It's Professor Pig. It's, so it's Professor, The Flamingo. The Flamingo, that's right. Don't turn your back on the Flamingo! That's exactly how I would talk to. You, you think? Him in his purple clothes and, like, uh, stock white hair. Dr. Hurt, the Riddler, Man Bat, a woman with a hole in her head, a king. 
an all white guy, like like he's just head to toe white, like a morph suit. Dude, I don't know. I've read Earth One, and Elias guys aren't in it yet. <laughs> Man Bat comes in, swoops off, and takes Grayson out. Yes. And Batman urges everyone to get closer and detonates a bomb he had on himself all along. Boom. That's what his plan was to kill himself. Because he yeah. saw the people coming. Because he couldn't do a thing about anything at this point. So he said, I'm just going to take these people out so they don't hurt anybody else. Grayson comes back, goes goes to talk to Batman. And this part is really reminiscent of another book. Where a man, Which book? A man in a purple suit shoots somebody... Yeah, the Joker just pops up out of nowhere yeah, it's great. at all. It's great. And decides to shoot Killing Grayson. Joke. Grayson. Yeah, paralyzing him. Yes. Just like his wife <gasps> in a different reality. Oh my god. That was really cool. I like that a lot. I'm not like all about people getting paralyzed, but I thought that was a really cool parallel. It's a good nod. And then Telios comes and snaps the Joker's neck because of course. End of issue. And well he grabs Oh, yep. Grayson goes, where are your friends? End of issue. Then the next cover is a thing. So I hope you guys are enjoying it. Like, I'm having fun talking about it, but, like, reading it was not fun. Reading it for review. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you what, though, it finally made me read it. You did have it for a while. I have. Since it came out. Since issue 8 came out, I've had all of it. Ooh. Because, oh, yeah. again, if you really want to, comic book shops they probably have it, the whole set. if not, give it to you. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to buy this on trades. Uh, buy issues. Yeah, Corey from uh, Happy, Happy Place, Place was talking about, he told, he's talking to me this week, how or last week, how he, I forget what the situation was, but someone was looking for comics for, like, donation to give out uh, for trick-or-treating. Yeah, thing. yeah. And... He's like, jokingly, he's like, well, I got a bunch of convergents, and the person, like, wouldn't even take them. He's like, I can't do that to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> and, and we're ripping on it hard. We are. It doesn't deserve this much bashing, but this is, like, just the zeitgeist that is convergence. Mm-hmm. This is just what it is. Yeah. Five out of ten is good. It's average. It is really average. You know, and it's no one's fault. I mean, the writing's not bad. The story makes sense what until I the think, very end. What I think soured a lot of people on Convergence was the fact that their books that they're reading and they're attached to just, like, up and stop for, like, six months. But had nothing happened to them afterwards. Yeah. Nothing changed. Right. Well, so it not, not only... because of Convergence. Things changed, but not because of Convergence. No. So, like, the whole thing is, like, I'm into the story, into the story, into the story, then it just stops. I wait for, like, half a year, or I can read this random stuff coming out that I don't really have an attachment to. Mm-hmm. That has no huge impact when we resume. Yep. So, like, why would I have done that to begin with? Yep. I don't know. It. It's a. Thing. I don't think it was six months, but it was a long. Enough it was a long. It, it was, was a, eight issues. Yeah, so but you, they came out weekly. They came out weekly. Okay, so two months. But it was the summer months. It's, no, it's a long. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. A yeah. long time, but like, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. And the thing is that nothing changes. If anything, this set. If you never read this, which like, you could never read it. Nothing changes. Infinite Crisis, things change. Even Final Crisis, things change. Flashpoint, absolutely things change. Yeah. The whole universe reboots in Final <laughs> in a Flashpoint. But e- Green Lantern New 52, each volume things change. Final like, Crisis, substantially. Yeah. Final Crisis, a new Batman comes out of it. That's a big deal. 
And then Bruce Wayne was a pirate. That's not that bad. The Return of Bruce Wayne's not that bad. I enjoyed that. His mom tries to kill him. So that also Ding. is a tangent. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> so Telios, Telos, whatever. God, this book sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Telos saves Dick Grayson and gives him the metal spine because you can't kill the metal. The metal will live on. He gives them a metal suit that's essentially an exoskeleton that lets him walk again. Because Telios, Telos, whatever, is a kind god. He's not Xerxes. <laughs> he kind of looks like Xerxes, doesn't he? He's large, he's like bald, shorter. And, but he's bald. <laughs> and he's like gray. What is he? Weird. Is ash? I don't know. It's, just, like a, it's like a beige. He's a strange kind of. color. So, back to Scartaris. Which no one cares about. No one cares. After you finish this little section of Scartaris, you still don't care. Did, was this like a thing, Scartaris? Dude, I have never heard of Scartaris. <laughs> and again, I have not read everything DC. I've read a fair amount. Right, you you can't be expected to read every issue. First of all, you put in the poorhouse, if those are still things. Yes. Yeah. Like, even with Marvel, like, I can't read everything. There's no way. There's no conceivable way I can read every book enough hours in the day. Right, I was going to say, even if you had the money, you don't have the time for that. No. Who, dude, who does? Nobody got time for that. So you pick your characters and you go with it. Yeah. Maybe Scartaris, they got betrayed every now and again. I don't think Scartaris is a thing. Like, objectively, if this if this was like its own thing and not shoehorned into Convergence, like castles and dinosaurs, that's kind of cool. Cool. Wouldn't read it. No? No. It's Conan the Barbarian. No, this has dinosaurs. So does Conan the Barbarian. That's a dinosaur. The movie doesn't, but the comic does. I'm pretty sure. All right, you know what? It's He-Man. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> this is He-Man. The guy, the main person who lives in this place is basically just He-Man with a beard. <laughs> so, <laughs> that having been said... Like, I'm trying to think of what we need to actually talk about there. Uh, Deimos' whole... Raison d'etre here is to kill the warlord. Pause. What? Death to his like reason for being. Like his whole thing. Speaking. Purpose. <laughs> his sole purpose. I said American. It's to kill the warlord. Death to the warlord. We don't know who he is. Maybe Dude, like when you maybe open super death super <laughs> astute readers might know who he is. I have no idea. So yeah, so he opens with death to the warlord. Like. <laughs> Evil. This guy's evil. I don't care if the warlord is the most evil person ever. You don't yell death to no. anybody. Warlord is in the middle of combat, and I this line Thor. it's Thor. It looks just like Thor. The whole like Valkyrie helmet kind of thing going on. So this next line of dialogue I thought was so just ridiculous. I made it a Facebook status. This one? Yep. This this is one's right here. That's exactly what that was. <laughs> So, one of my statuses... Now I need to retroactively like that status. Yeah, it was. Because I'm reading it, and I'm like... If you've if you ever seen John Mulaney's New in Town, he's talking about, like, adult life, and how, like, it wasn't what he anticipated, and one of the lines he says is, this may as well happen. That's how I feel about everything in Scartaris. So... It's like it's this really deep, <laughs> rich history that no one knows. <laughs> and they don't tell you! No! I have no reason to care. Um, and he's fighting and, like, definitely carrying his own, but he goes, Why would the lizard men attack now? 
This might as well happen. <laughs> right? This may as well happen. Sure. Lizard men, why not? It's a thing. So yeah, so I literally put up there, <laughs> why would Lizard Men attack now? Comics, man. <laughs> like, what can you do? I'm trying to think of the weirdest thing I've ever read in comics, and that might be in the top five. <laughs> but, because, like, this is the introduction of the character. Yeah. It's why would the Lizard Men attack now? Yep. As opposed to, like, later. We were scheduled for a raid at three. Yep. It's just so dumb. Then we cut back to Dick Grayson and Telos talking, and people fighting, and then this woman who we've never heard of is a witch. Grayson's trying to get Telos to disobey his orders. Mm-hmm. And Telos rebuts with, the strongest survive, therefore I cannot do it. Because to disobey him would show that I am weak, and the weak don't survive. Mm-hmm. That does matter. It does. Telos isn't... I, I actually really like Telos. He, the, more, the more we're reading this again... Like, well, he's really fun. Telos is really cool. Like, he's he's probably my Maybe favorite I'll pick part up about this when book. His, when his trade comes out, because it's only on issue, like, three, and all of DC's about to end. Maybe I'll pick up that trade. No, it's about to be reborn. Do you know what issue they're all stopping at? 50? 50. Oh, my God. I just got that. Did you see it's the fall of Sinestro? I gotta get I there. bought it. I, I gotta it. get there. I bought it. I gotta get there. I bought it. You bought it? Yeah. Oh. It's like there's fighting. And then, there's this happening. Basically, I can sum this whole thing up. There are people who can... There are superheroes in in Telos who control time. They are being captured. Done. We can move on. Okay. And Deimos, I know, is revealed as being evil. What? Stop. His whole plan was to rule Skartaris all along. What? Using the powers of the time travel people? Yes. And needs to kill Warlord in order to do that. Wow. And also, her name is Shakira. I thought that was neat. Whatever, whatever. 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 So, Shakira, by the way, is wearing like two towels. No, those are dish rags. <laughs> right. The towels are much bigger. <laughs> I'm, I was thinking like rally towels. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she's. she's <laughs> She has the, what's it, what's the towel, the Steelers Terrible have? towels. The t- she has two terrible <laughs> towels. <laughs> and fashion them into a bikini with her, like, legitimate cat's eye. One cat's eye. Yep. And, like, claws, and it's, like, she's, like, actual cat woman. She's, like, cave cat woman. Like, saber-tooth tiger woman. Let's just skip all that. The issue ends. Demos has the power of the time travelers, and he has Brainiac. In his Mr. Terrific ball. That's what that is. What is that? Mr. Terrific is the third richest man in the DC Universe behind Bruce Wayne. Or maybe he's the first. He's insanely rich. He's this, uh, he's an African-American superhero who is really, really rich but wants to help the world, kind of like Batman. And he uses these Mr. Terrific, they're like uh, floating orbs, and they're like sentry drones, and they can do stuff like this where they can capture things. And they have that big T on it for Terrific. And his face... It's just a T. It's his skin, but then a black T across his face. Like, over his eyes and then over his nose and mouth. He sounds dorky and lame, and that's because he is. Okay. The dude who created him, I'm sure, was not intending for him to be so goofy, but he's kind of become goofy. But now they're trying to re-change him again, because, like... Maybe in, he'll be a reborn. In Arrow. In, in Arrow. He's in Arrow. Yeah, I like the actor D- who Diggle. plays him, actually. 
he's not. They never call him Mr. Terrific, but like he's got the Mr. Terrific thing on. And in Police... no, I thought it was someone else. I thought it was a different actor playing him. Did they introduce him this season then? Uh, he because I follow him on Twitter, so I thought he was Mr. Terrific. John Diggle had the Mr. Terrific mask and the ball. So I'm wrong. So John just informed me that Echo Kellum, who is Felicity Smoke's buddy right now, uh, as far as I know, is Mr. Terrific. And he actually, that makes sense because he invented the Mr. Terrific ball and Felicity was like, what's this? And he's like, don't touch that. <laughs> so that makes way more sense. Very cool. Very cool. But <laughs> Diggle does have the Mr. Terrific helmet. But I just watched the Flash episode where he showed up and said, hey, Cisco, I need a new helmet. So maybe that's why. I just bought the whole first season for $14 on Blu-ray. Amazon. It's like, you want to do that one day? Ah! <laughs> I'll do it right now. I don't need to go to work tomorrow. Cover the next issue. Which issue are we on? Five or six? Um, your face. God, this is not good. <laughs> I don't know what issue. So cover the next issue. It's one of them. Something that I am sure three people care about has Deimos fighting the warlord and there's a little triceratops. I do like that. That's cute. Then the variant issue, variant cover, is Demos fighting Telos and Brainiac in the back. Brainiac looks really cool. And we find out why at the end. So, he Demos is saying, like, yo, I'll totally release you, and then you'll give me whatever I want. And Brainiac's like, yo, for sure, dude. Just just do it. Yeah, release me, dude. And Telos is like, yo, release him. Telos is in awe because he's like, oh, oh my god. Yep, this is happening. That's my master. And Demos... Says, no, I will not release him. In fact, here's some info. You were not this planet. And he goes, what? He says, listen. He's like, that's impossible. You were a person on this planet, and Brainiac used you, turned you into this thing, and destroyed, and basically got rid of everybody else. And we see that in a beautiful splash page. It is a gorgeous splash page. The one thing on this book you cannot deny is the art is great. How it incorporates several different things into one work. It's some really good splash pages in this trade. Yeah, there are. It's got a lot of good elements. It's not the working thing. Anyway. So yeah, so Brainiac basically took Telos and his personality and changed him into this. They reprogrammed him. Because it was a bargain mm-hmm. that to spare Telos's family and get them away. He had to become the Silver Star. I mean Telos. Right. <laughs> like, come on. Right. But Telos doesn't go places. Silver Surfer goes places. That's true. Silver Surfer also, Silver Surfer also remembers his humanity. And like surfs. And it's silver. So Telos is a construct of Brainiac, and now he's not happy with Brainiac. Not even kind of. And he kind of bails. And the warlord's wife gets killed because we care about that. We care so much. Yeah. Back to Demos. Who is and if, like, I'm sorry, it's like, oh, they just really glossed over that. No, we didn't. It's, we just tell you what happened. It's like a page of, like, the queen dying. Yeah. And so... D- uh, Demos is about to punch Telos in the back of the head, and Machist, Machist, I don't know, I can't pronounce that name. I would say Machist. Machist stops him, and then Demos rips out his heart. Like, you know, normal like people Like a whole do. heart. Like normal people do. And then just drops it on the ground. Yeah. Because, <sighs> like you do. Superman goes after him. And since Demos is magic, that hurts Superman. It's one of the two or three things that can hurt Superman. Mm-hmm. But uh, Superman is still insanely strong. But it won't stop him. That's he, a cool he thing. He says that. It's neat. Uh, this Superman is also the president of Earth 2. Or of America. He's the president. <laughs> Superman's the president? But he, no one knows he's the president. Or no one knows he's Superman. <laughs> Not even Secret Service! 
Mr. President, I got this. No! <laughs> I've got it! He takes a bullet for his secret service. Jerry, it's fine, I promise you. Take the day off. So, Demos... I mean, like, we're really, like, gonna condense this. Banishes Brainiac. And the Warlord comes in to, to kill Demos. But... On... With a Triceratops herd through the wall. It's pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> Demos! Warlord! <laughs> I want that as a poster in my room. Just this? Just that page. Mr. Jeremy, what's that? Don't ask How questions. much time do you have? Oh my god. <laughs> See me after class Let me tell you all about Warlords. Warlords. He's that guy. That's all I know. So then, Demos kills Warlord because it's just that easy. Yeah, he's wearing nothing, to be honest. And then the player starts... The man can rip out hearts and he shows up in no armor. What did he think would happen? Warlord. Jeez. So, uh, everyone... Then the play starts to collapse. Everyone gets out. But Yolanda is taken by Demos because he feels he can use her. Remember her? Yeah. We talked about her. Then Dick Grayson finds a Batarang and he takes some mud and makes a Bat logo on his chest. Which is cool. This costume is really sweet because of how just improvised it was, but it looks really cool. I like it a lot. Again, there's a lot of elements that are great. It's not too... It's two great tastes that don't taste great together. (laughs) That's what this book is. It's like peanut butter and pizza. I love those You things. got pickles in my mayonnaise. You got mayonnaise in my pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the Wisconsin State fan. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, that was a cheap shot. Wisconsin's a cheap state. Ooh. Oh. But seriously, the cost, of living, education reform. the cost of living is significantly lower. And the teaching unions are a joke. But hey. I know a cop and a Best Buy manager up there who are wonderful. True. Two amazing people. Jen is also pretty great. Well, she's a... She's a waitress and banker. Yes. She's the best waitress slash banker I know. Shout out to Anthony, Jen, and Steve. Love all three of you. Anthony and Jen don't listen to this podcast. Steve might. Love you, Steve. So then Demos is like... Citizens of Telos. I'm, that's how I imagine him talking. There is no more need to fight. You will all have a place in my new reality, so long as you pledge your lives to me. I have banished the being that brought you here. I have saved your lives. I will protect them for a price. And every sentence was across a different city, a different universe, yeah, a different reality. Cool. It's pretty cool. End of issue. The next issue has, the cover of the next issue is Demos, Ultraman, Shazam, Wonder Woman and Aquaman from Flashpoint and Gorilla Grodd, which is pretty cool. If you know those characters, those are that's some tough characters. Gorilla Grodd's insanely tough. Ultraman is bad Superman. I didn't know. Meanwhile, on our universe, <laughs> so like, forget what happened. Basically, in Watchtower, is it in Watchtower? Or in that's the, the Watchtower. Watchtower. In the Watchtower, the Watchtower. You they see that a planet is just coming out of nowhere. Yep. Just straight up. Yep. And the watch. I mean, a different guy who is not the watcher, but and Guy Gardner's red. He's lanterns. not the watcher. He just hangs out and watches. Yep. It's different. But what's cool is Guy Gardner's red lanterns are here. Yeah. And that's uh, super Supergirl, cool. who was, was a red a lantern. lantern. Yeah. Oh, and she almost died. I know. She couldn't talk. She couldn't speak English. She for a was while. like just floating around through space. They were like, "What's that?" She's like, oh, "Rage!" It was so cool. Because she, you know, why she had so much rage? Because she couldn't talk. Yeah. Oh, she's actually in the fifty-two a great 
reimagining. I need to, in Green Lantern, I am, like, where she needs to be healed, and I haven't been able to finish that trade yet. I just haven't found the time. Which one is that? Four or five? Five. I'm getting there, man. My own book. You're way further ahead. It's so good. It's like the one DC thing I'm super into. So then we have just all the people from our universe, all the, the lanterns. You got Blue Beetle, Superman, Supergirl, uh, the Watcher, who's not the Watcher, but like is. This to me was the super... Monitor. This is the monitor right here. Okay. This to me was super nice, because like I know these characters. It was very Dark refreshing. Side. Yeah. We do that this, is, this is also back on Telos. If you have heard my offer, if you pledge your loyalty to me, you will survive. If you refuse to acknowledge my power, your city, and you will perish. We have Parallax. There's Parallax. Here is the Legion... What are they called? The Legion of Superheroes? No, they're bad guys. Legion of Doom. No. It's like Red Bullet, Green Light, who is like a huge baby, Ultraman, Superwoman, and then Owlman, who is Thomas Wayne. Parallax, who's so cool. So basically what's happening on the planet is everyone has now heard the new offer. And they have an hour to decide mm-hmm. if they will submit or if they will fight. They will live. And what the what our heroes are doing, our Earth 2 heroes, is running around trying to get everyone to, to agree to fight Demos and say, let's stop this. And what they're coming across is a lot of Supermen, a lot of Flashes, who all agree. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, you're a good guy. I'm a good guy. Are we all on the same side? Sure are. Sweet. Let's team up. It's, it's really sort of the... Maybe they see themselves in their character, but I also saw it as the whole... The old phrase, um, the enemy of my enemy is my friend type right, of but thing. These, I think what they're seeing is themselves. themselves and them, yeah. Because, it's like, a bit of both. You have Superman, you have uh, Val Zod talking to Kal-El, you have Stephanie Brown's um, Batgirl. Batgirl. Thank you. You have Arsenal, this is Wally West's Flash talking to Jay Garrick. You have pre-crisis Flash in here, which is cool. It's, it's a lot of people who are agreeing to come together. And what's in- <laughs> This was super cute when the flashes like run into each they other. They literally go, bang! <laughs> and he goes, hey, I'm Barry Allen. I thought I was the fastest man alive, but maybe that's you. That was really cool. Here's the thing about Barry Allen. He's so fun. And lovable. And great. Except for in Rebirth, where he's a whitey baby the whole time. He comes back from the dead. Because he dies in, in uh, Infinite Crisis, in Crisis on Infinite Earths. And he comes back from the dead in Rebirth, and he's like, I shouldn't be alive. No one needs me. Meh. Like, dude, shut up. So then you have the good guys who all agreed to fight, and they come to Demos, and they're like, yo, you're way outnumbered. And Demos is like, LOL, here's who I got. And so he has Aquaman, Deathstroke, Lex Luthor, Wonder Woman, Owlman, Green Arrow. Wonder Woman again. Two Wonder Women. <laughs> um... <laughs> Ultraman, not Daredevil, but like Black Adam, Shazam, another Flash. He says, kill them all and the world is yours. (laughs) That Superman doesn't look so tough to me, says Shazam. And they all fight. And it's really cool. And that's the end of that issue. And then the next issue is everyone trying to kill Deimos. Yep. It opens with not Watcher watching. I don't know what his name is. I don't know, but he's curious. Maybe his name is Curious. So we I got. He might be one of the gods from Apocalypse. Yeah, maybe. I don't know much about that either. Oh, that's over my head too. That's all Jack <laughs> Kirby, like some great lore, but like I don't. There's a lot of it. I'm like, okay. There's a guy named Scott Free. Yeah. Does he get off? A lot. Usually with no consequence. 
We got the jokes because you never asked for them. Ding. <laughs> uh, so, point is, on our universe, Superman is saving a bunch of people, but they're still just kind of standing there watching what's going on, not knowing what's happening because they can't see the Earth. Back on the tele- Telos, Telos, whatever we're calling it, everyone's fighting. You got everyone's you got your Hollyquins. You got girl, what you want? Girl, girl, <laughs> name a character. They're here. Oh, this is great. Look at Crisis uh, Nightwing, who has the big collar. Disco Nightwing. <laughs> uh, Aquaman with only one hand. Uh, Blue Beetle, Metamorpho. This guy who was in Multiversity, whose name I can't remember because he wasn't that important. Uh, Harley Quinn. Lex Luthor, Hawk Woman, Hawk Girl, like everybody. Starfire, like everybody. everybody this was the page that they were hoping for. They really had an opportunity here. It could have been a lot better. You know what it could have been like is the Contest of Champions. That'd be neat. That would have been better. So, here's the deal. Parallax comes in. And who's Parallax, John? Parallax is Hal Jordan. Yes. But, like, his entire... His, his city, like his Gotham Coast, Coast City, city um, was destroyed. And he, like, rebuilt it, and he went, like, crazy and started killing the lanterns and getting the rings. So he had, like, 20 rings at one point? Yeah. And he killed Sinestro? He killed Kilowog. Like, cracked his neck, like, killed Sinestro. And then he reduced Kilowog to bones? We will probably cover this book. It's so good! It sounds amazing. But point is, he becomes evil. And this parallax is here, and he kills Deimos. Yep. And you think, like, oh, good, he did it. Here's the problem. However, now... Because Demos had all the power of the time people, wielders. Um, John just rolled his eyes like, whatever. And that's exactly <laughs> how I feel. I love DC. I, the best part is I didn't consciously roll my eyes. But like, it just like, happened. This is, is exactly... Is, you can't see this podcast, but this is what you did. You went, you know the power of the time travelers? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, it's like the worst Doctor Who episode. So, without... That power contained in one vessel, all of reality is falling apart. Mm-hmm. Being destroyed. End of issue. And my well, biggest I will problem... Say this is a great cover. It, it, the cover is fantastic. My biggest problem with this issue, they, they discovered that the way to solve it is to go back to the first crisis mm-hmm. and fix it. So what has to happen is Brainiac is released, and he says, you, he says, Supergirl, you have to die. Flash, you have to die. And Superman, you have to die. Now, John, I want you to describe it, and then I will fill in the gaps. Because you are reading as a pretty casual fan of DC, not of comics. And this is what the general reaction was, so go ahead. Should I do the, the two-sentence thing I decided or, I said earlier? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I, I, I texted I Jeremy, I'm like, so what happened in the first crisis? Because, like, I hadn't read that. And he said, uh, Supergirl and Superman die to, like, save the world, and it establishes the multiverse. I'm like, okay... So what happens is the Flash runs back to tell everybody what happened, and then by doing that he dies. Uh, I don't want to give it all away. I'm just going to give like the Cliff Notes version. Supergirl has to die. It's really famous. Like, spoiler alert, but like you should know, it's been out since the '80s. Um, Supergirl died, and Superman was upset. But they ended up stay- by doing that. They were able to stop the multiverse from collapsing. That was the whole point of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Was the multiverse was going to collapse because the Anti Monitor wanted to destroy it all for reasons. Like, there is a reason I can't remember it offhand. Um, that's actually a really good book. Really lore-heavy, but really good. 
but it's the first event DC did like this. It's and it was what it did was they had so much continuity errors. They said let's do this, and they were able to separate it all into the multiverse. So it's like what about this? Oh no no, that's Earth Seven. Stupid. It just, it, You're it, dumb. It, it freed up a lot of DC's writing. They were able to write those crazy stories, but like Killing Joke, like, like Killing the, Joke. those one offs, like any of the like Batman vs. Jack the Ripper, DKR. Thing. Uh, yeah, they all have their own universe. Yeah. So they have to go back, and Parallax goes back to try to redeem himself. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> what happens is after that, the book just basically ends. Yeah, so the thing is, like, they they formulate this plan. They're like, all right, you're going to go, we're going to do it, break. And the next panel... The next page! ...is like, I will send you back, blah, blah, blah. And it goes, I, I can tell they did it. Everything's fine. And that's all it says. Reality's good now. Yep. Yep. And I'm just like... You subjected me to Scartaris, and I don't get to see the payoff. Let me explain. If you, you can read Christ Center for Nurse. Yeah, that's what. It, but like, it's not. I know. I'm not. I'm just saying it happened, and now I'm going to explain it to you okay. and our listeners. Yeah, John is exactly right. That's exactly how they say it, and then it just ends. Here's what happens: they have to do that to save themselves. So, if you want to know those events, they are written. It's not like they just didn't do it. It is a little lazy, but it is written. So, if you really, if you're a big Convergence fan. Boys, girls, if you really are a big Convergence fan... You We're can, talking to specifically the one person who identifies. You can read the prequel, which is Crisis on Infinite Earths, and that will explain it all. The one cool thing about this that I will say is the next two panels, next two pages, are two giant splash pages, where it says that basically everything is canon. Every universe. So you have the 90s universe up here with... Grant Morrison's universe. You have the New 52 universe, which is the current canon. You have the gender-swapped universe over here. The universe where it's the Amalgam universe, where you have Aqua Flash, uh, Super Manhunter, and Bat Lantern, which is dope. You have the Bizarro universe. You have Pirate universe. This one is also a thing. Uh, JSA universe, the Cartoon universe, the Multiversity universe... Another multiversity universe where they're all robots, which is dope. This one with like Uncle Sam. Yeah, that's the one with Nazi Super- Nazi Superman. That's yeah, the one with there. Nazi Na- there's Nazi Superman, Nazi Batman. See him? Wow. Yeah, Uncle Sam is actually a DC character though. You have the Crime Syndicate, which I forgot their name. They're the Crime Syndicate. And then this one where Blue Beetle's a thing. Nice. And Doctor Manhattan, but not Doctor Manhattan. Also multiversity. So that's so everything's back to normal. Everyone, every city goes back to their thing. They're all canon. But, but what wait, Earth, what about the Earth Two people? What about Earth Two? Telos gives them a planet. Yeah, he he sprouts the the wildlife from it, and the Earth Two people are there to live on this planet, and everything is good, including Dick Grayson's son, including Dick Grayson's son. Everyone is fine. Everything's back to normal. That is convergence. Can we end this podcast? <laughs> um, I don't think there's anything else to talk about with convergence, so let's do what convergence should have done and end it early. And that's the podcast this week, John. What are we reading as a palate cleanser next week? Next week, we're doing more of the same. We're reading Secret Wars 2015. The Marvel event that happened uh, around the same time as Convergence. Except with like a six month delay. With like a six month delay, it was, it was it, they were hard times, um, and this is written. I'm pulling up Jonathan Hickman, artist Asad Ribic, Ribic, R A B I C. 
and cover artist Alex Ross. That's what Jeremy's all about. Um, Love that light though. It's Marvel's first reboot from like the '60s because they had the Marvel yeah, universe going straight. Ultimate was a separate universe. Right, it wasn't a saying, reboot. It was yeah, different. And it was it's, a change, but it was a totally separate universe. It's cool, and this kind of leads us into the all new, all different era that we're in now with Marvel. Just yeah. like Convergence led yeah. to the DCU I'll ask era. Questions like, like, how do certain people in ours are in the universe, whereas other people aren't? Like, I, I still don't get how Miles Morales is in the universe along with Peter Parker. But we'll talk about that next week. Okay, fun stuff. But uh, we do have a special, special event. We brought in some some uh, school children, not from my school or anything like that. Just just kids, and they had some questions for us. So. Why don't you right there with the uh, purple shirt? Does Convergence mean that Kingdom Come happened? Yes, Convergence means that Kingdom Come happened. We covered this. Uh, How about you, little girl with the pigtails? Does this also mean that the Flashpoint happened? Yes. You should also probably stop smoking. Yeah. Little 40-year-old girl. bad. You there, in the red hat. Um, does does Convergence mean that... uh, the Marvel Ultimate Universe happened? Uh, it doesn't mean that, but, like, sure. Thanks. I appreciate the question. You waving your hand like you have to pee. Oh, I have to pee. Did you have a question? Does this mean Batman Beyond happened? It does. Good. Can I pee now? Hold on just a little bit. No, pee. Absolutely go. Uh, you, uh, you, you rather rotund child. Does this mean that injustice happened? Yes, injustice. It was in the first issue of Convergence. Okay, uh, we'll take one more question. Uh, how about you, little girl with the braces? Um, does, this, does Convergence mean that Red Sun happened? Yes. That All Star Superman happened? Yes. That Blackest Night happened? Yes. That Infinite Crisis happened? Yes. That Hush happened? Yes. That Final Crisis happened? Yes. That Emerald Twilight happened? Yes. That Death of Superman happened? Yes. But if he died, how could it? It happened. Get over it. That's, That's the, the podcast, podcast this week. week. Bye. Follow us on Twitter at Talk and Trades. You can also follow Jeremy at, at LizardKing27 and John at, at MaesterLaka, M A E S T E R L A K A. Also, find us on Facebook at Talk and Trades. And remember, guys, we're not experts, we're fans. <laughs>